0: Good morning. You are in the shadows of prophecy, the reality that you exist in. Do you hear the whispers? The void is coming. They repeat your name over and over and over in the darkness. Shadows of Prophecy is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast with violent themes and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. With us today to traverse through adventures of chicanery and agitation, we have myself, me, the DM
1: a deeply concerned Dan who is playing a human slash kind of elf and the resident sugar zaddy, Wren
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chris, I'm playing Teeth and Cleric and the lad who's ready with a load of laundry and lore, Salvador Saltrose
3: oh. I'm Russell and I'm playing the half-orc Berserker All problems can be solved by hitting them with a hammer, Uppery Upperland
4: Johannesburg.
2: Johannesburg. Oh, I didn't know you had a last name
4: yeah. <laughs> and I am Kendrick, who is playing the half-elf warlock, Yonsei Bey. And if you listened to last week's episode, also my voice is considering for Oscar nominations. Thank you.
0: All right. Last time on Shadows of Prophecy. Everyone hugged and made up. Then we all went home. The girl got the guy <laughs> and they lived happily ever after. Huh? Long pause. Wait for applause. Oh. (laughs) Thank you. You meant made out. We all made out. (laughs) Last time on Shadows of Prophecy, something left unsaid bubbled to the surface as high tensions between party members were ruptured by chaos and carnage. The party cleaned up and checked into the inn to lay low, dragging a traumatized Yonce along. Then everyone talked and sorted out all of their feelings. They hugged, meet up, and everyone lived happily ever after. No, that's not right. <sighs> Last time on Shadows of Prophecy. Chaos, fear, things left unsaid. Cured meats bring comfort. Hopeful heroes seek out cultish answers. walking, walking walking forever alone Upri, you are alone always alone they step into the shadows last time on Shadows of Prophecy <laughs> What's we are here alright so you've just stepped through this archway into the a stairwell there is oh. a staircase it is goes off to the left, leading up alongside the stone walls of the city.
3: First off, congratulations, DM, on becoming more unhinged than I ever thought you possibly could. (laughs) Proud of you.
1: But we ready to climb some stairs, yeah? Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, after you. Oh,
1: right, you're not going first anymore. (laughs) Nah, forever sandwiched. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that at least in the order of less likely to be one-shot is, uh, Oh, shit. Either you or Sal. Okay, yeah,
2: I can go first. I am Squish. Ah. I am anti-Squish, so I will go... Is it is dark or somewhat lit?
0: It's dark, but all of you have dark vision, so you can see. Yes. Yeah. Kind of. I have kind of have you, dark Ren vision. Ren is the one that is probably struggling the most. So I shouldn't be first um, anyways. Okay. Some any hit. lighting torches probably would make Ren feel most comfortable... But if they feel like wandering around in mostly dark, they can do so.
3: I'm so. gonna put my hands on Sal's shoulders behind him, like we're in a haunted house line.
2: Okay. <laughs> I will say I do have disadvantage on stealth, so I will not. I will try to be sneaky, but I'm not making any promises. And I will lead the Conga line up the stairs. And
3: as you say that, you feel a little j- of magic seep into you, and you can actually roll uh, an extra one d three on all attack and ability checks for the next ten minutes. A one d three? Yeah. 1d6 okay, by 2. Gotcha.
2: And I slink up the stairs.
0: All right. So you begin to descend up the stairs.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you are going up and up and up until you reach a landing. You peer through a doorway at this landing. And see a room. No other exits to this room except the one that you are currently looking through. But in the center of the room sits a chair.
2: And this chair is empty?
0: Yes, the chair is empty.
2: I'm gonna light a torch.
0: You light a torch. The flickering of the flames flits along the stone Walls illuminating the area.
2: Tough house. What? Huh? Oh, this room is empty. There's
1: only a chair in here. Oh, we've gone through some trickier rooms before. This seems like a tricky room. Yeah. So, I don't know. Let's go look around. One thing I know is that we should definitely
2: not sit in that chair. Uh, you look over.
5: (laughs) (laughs) And,
3: And Upri isn't sitting in it, but she's like... <laughs> Mid motion and then stops.
0: To clarify, the stairs do continue upwards. Oh, this this is, is just a landing.
2: Gotcha. This okay. is just gotcha. a landing. It's just like that just you something look at... into. Yeah. Okay. Uh, God.
1: God. this is a weird room. We could continue climbing. Yeah. Yes, certainly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, someone
3: probably just stands watch yeah. or sits watch, whatever.
1: But yeah,
2: I'll continue past this chair.
0: All right. So you continue descending up the stairs, and you go up and up and up. Until you reach another landing. This time on the left, there is a room. Empty except for a chair in the middle of it.
2: Is there a door that I could close? No. No?
0: Just an arch. Hmm. Uh,
2: Upbreed, does this seem reminiscent of your chase dream? I mean, two is a coincidence. Three is a pattern. So maybe one one more
0: time? Yeah, let's do it.
2: (laughs) We we, uh, pass this room and continue descending.
0: Upwards. So you descend up the stairs, onwards, and upwards. <laughs> Can we just clarify if we're descending or going up? Because I'm confused. Oh. And you go up, and Damn up, it. up <laughs> until you reach a landing. This time there is an empty room. No other exits. Nothing of notice. But on the right side of the stairwell.
3: So this room is in fact chairless?
0: It is in fact chairless. <laughs> Ooh.
1: Alright, smart pants, figure it out. Well, I want to gauge how high we've climbed. Should we have hit the top of the wall by now?
3: You mean how high we've descended upwards? Yes.
1: How <laughs> high have we descended
0: upwards? <laughs> You've gone three stories up.
5: Oh,
1: three stories, that's it?
0: You've hit three landings. Mm.
1: Okay. Yeah, I imagine they're more than just <laughs> Yeah. You've we hit like three
0: landings. Puffin and puffin'. Based on your assessment of how tall each landing is, you've maybe climbed 100 yards at this point.
1: And how high was the wall if I had to guesstimate?
0: Ooh, probably Using about 100 avi- yards.
1: Triangulation and geometry. Yeah, probably about 100 yards. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So let's go one more. Keep on walking. Yeah.
4: There's nowhere to go.
0: There's more staircase, right? There is more staircase. Oh. And let's keep walking up it. Let's keep going. And you descend up the stairs. Up and up and up. Until you reach another landing. This time, a room to the left. Inside it, you see doors leading all other directions besides the archway that you are peering in from. Nothing in the center of the room. And the stairs do continue onward.
1: So we definitely should have reached the top by now. We've climbed enough stairs to be much higher than this, than the wall was. So that makes me think that these are trickery rooms that we need to figure out to actually leave. Yeah. Should we check this?
2: Room of doors
4: Yance just yells Friends stand ahead I'm you assuming nothing happens
0: Call out into the room and nothing happens Well we tried Horace You say Horace into the room and nothing happens Oh well let's just go in and see yeah.
1: See how many of these doors are mimics Just kidding I don't know that <laughs> Stride into the room So how many doors in total? Three One on each wall. Oh, okay.
4: So if we each open a door, I go to the center one, and I open it.
0: Oh. You open the door. And you look into a room. You see stairs leading down from that point. But the whole room is this, like, open space Where you see stairs to your right, but they're angled downwards as if the steps are facing you? That's not quite right. Who can walk on that? And then you look to your left and you see another set of stairs that are upside down.
4: Well, that's weird. I go open the other two doors.
0: Yeah, well, what's the
1: Okay, I'll follow behind <laughs> and check the doors. And be like, oh, that's strange.
0: So you back up into the room, and you open the door to the right, and it's the same thing. They're like identical, except for one thing. You notice at the top of the stair to the left of you, you see a door ajar and below you at the bottom of the stairs you stand you see a door ajar and at the right corner you see a closed door
4: oh I see what's happening here I'm going to open the last door and once we find out what's in that room I'm going to go back to the previous door because I feel like the door is ajar based on the doors I just opened
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea. And I'm going to go stand in a doorway and, like, stick my head through and wave.
0: Yep. So you go, open the third door, and you see an identical set of stairs, except this time all three doors are ajar, and one of them you see run. Hi. All right,
4: just as I thought. Sal, can you go to the... Can you come to this door and just start waving your hair?
2: I wave my hair. <laughs> <Your> hair. I, <laughs> I wave mean, my head back
4: and forth. I mean, you're... Yeah. Messing, I figured, as such. Okay. So, I'm assuming that with Sao and Ren, there's one door that there is no hands coming out of. Yes. All right. Upree, can you come to the center door and wave your hand in there?
5: Uh, yeah.
4: It'll be okay. I'm right here, right behind you. Okay, y'all. Yeah.
0: Yep. What happens?
1: Wait, we're all just waving, we're all waving at, each at each other. Each other. You're hey. all
0: you're waving at each other. You see three people waving at you. But there's
3: one door that, that don't have nobody waving. That's the mm-hmm. door we got to go to, right?
0: You can see see three doors. Yes. And all free. three are waving? All three are waving.
3: There's no fourth door?
0: There's no fourth door.
1: Well, yeah, I don't like this room. No, No, cool. in the
4: center, what the center door, it didn't have any doors in it, right? It just had the two
0: sets of stairs, right? Like the landing?
2: No, the first thing that he saw. Like the thing that seen- stairs
0: leading down to a door, but you didn't think anything of it yet until you started piecing. So Rusted basically, it.
2: each door leads
3: to one of the other two doors.
0: And we've
2: opened all the doors, yeah. so we we'll are all see each other waving to each other at different angles. Yes, yeah.
0: all at different angles, like one of these sideways, the other one's upside down. Oh. I want to chuck something in to I test the gravity of it.
1: I want to, like, pick a snack out of my bag, like mm-hmm. a peanut or something, and then throw it at Uppery. Yeah, See what gravity's like.
0: All right. So, which door are you in, Run? Ren? The third door. So the one to the right? The left door. The the left left door, yeah. You're in the left. Upri, which door are you in? Center. You're in the center. So, Ren picks up something and throws it at Upri. There's a peanut out of my bag.
3: Can I catch it with my mouth?
0: It doesn't (laughs) go towards Upri. Oh, Mm. shit. It goes down the stairs towards the other door. Mm. And that's where...
1: Sal is at the other door. Which is where Sal stairs. is, yeah. I pick up the. Is...
4: <laughs> Yancey's gonna look and be like, So, Sal, can you throw the peanut at the other door towards Upry? <laughs>
2: you mean across the empty space? Yes. Okay. I try to throw it onto the adjacent stairwell.
0: It follows the track of the stairs that you're connected to. Hmm.
2: Like an invisible corridor. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. This seems like not a good place just to wander in
1: yeah maybe we go up another flight of stairs (laughs) not these stairs alright we're gonna I'm just gonna close my door close my door
3: I slam my door shut
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then go up the stairs again go back to the landing and up the stairs again
0: alright so you descend up the stairs up and up and up until you hit another landing. This time, the room has a single door on the other side. (gasps) We made it!
2: I listen at the door.
0: The stairs do (laughs) keep going up. (laughs) But you can go walk across this empty room and press your ear into the door. You listen. Nothing can be heard on the other side. Should we do
2: the trick from last time, where we light something on fire and shoot it up the stairwell
0: to see how long this goes up? I mean,
1: like, it'll probably just land on the stairs upwards because it's because gravity is yeah, going to take it. Yeah, it's an
0: open stairwell, so every time you reach a landing, the stairs oh, turn oh. and oh, go so back the other direction. Up. You're spiraling oh, upwards. Oh, gotcha! But it's not like in um like a residential like apartment building where you can look down and see everything. It's a it's just a wall that you're wrapping around. So maybe we just keep walking up. Well let's check this door. Yeah. Go ahead, Sal.
2: Open that door. I open this door.
0: You turn the handle and push the door open, and as you do It opens into a living room. Lots of burnt oranges, Mm. forest greens, natural wood, uh, curtains, heavy patterned geometric curtains, and a geometric carpet. All of the furniture is relatively low to the ground. Very sleek, slender design. And... You see sofas in one area around a strange box with a kind of window of glass, pane of glass in the middle of it, and there are some dials on the right-hand side of this box. And two metal rods stick out the top. (laughs) This contraption. You see to the left there is a dining table six chairs around it a runner down the center and a bowl of fruit and then if you keep kind of trailing your eyes around the room you see an area with some toys
2: is there (laughs) I look around to see if there are any
0: cats no cats there is a dollhouse amongst the toys. A large dollhouse probably comes up to your solar plexus in terms of height. Oh,
1: Jesus Christ! It's a tall dollhouse. Yeah, it's a tall house, <laughs> and
0: it's facing you. It's open to you, and in it, you see a room identical to the room that you're looking at. This is very and there Doctor are Who. Four figures. <laughs> sitting on the sofa in the room of the dollhouse. One pink tiefling, a tall green woman with long hair, a, what are you wearing, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yonsei? What's your outfit now?
4: I don't remember, (laughs) so let's just say teal.
0: Okay, you're wearing a teal robe and you have a short afro. Yes. And you see, I don't know what color of clothing so you have I just on. like
1: green, clo- well, I green? Not, well, you know, green cloak. Well, I have my green cloak on right now, clothes. so I
0: don't know how to <laughs> describe you. I don't know, just a guy in linen <laughs> it's just clothes. Just like a guy. There's four figures <laughs> in, sitting on the couch. In well-adorned linen clothing.
3: Wait, they're sitting on the couch?
0: They're sitting on the couch in the dollhouse, these figures. They're just like little cloth dolls.
3: I'm going to pick up the doll that looks like Ren.
0: So you go over and you pick up the doll that looks like Ren.
3: And I'm just going to gently like move an arm out.
0: Nothing happens.
3: I'm going to pick up the doll that looks like Sal and have Ren slap Sail.
0: Nothing happens. Oh, thank God. I All walk right. over and sl- <laughs> Just kidding.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, Ren would for the joke, <laughs> let's be real. All right, so they're not magical, hopefully. I'll put them back.
2: What's the layout of this dollhouse? We're on the top floor. Are there stairs?
0: You're on the bottom floor. Bottom floor. And as you inspect it, you see that the bottom floor is kind of an open floor complex. Mm. So you see the dining room, the living room, and this little play area are all in this one really large space that wraps around a kitchen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is there a balcony or anything like that? You do notice that there is a balcony on the second floor, what looks to be a master bedroom.
4: Is there a way we can put all four in the balcony and then walk up the stairs to see if that solves the issue?
0: So you pick up the dolls and you place them on the balcony?
4: Yeah, or maybe I can just pick up my doll, put it in the balcony, and then walk up the stairs to see what happens. All right.
0: You... Take your doll, place that on the balcony of the dollhouse, and then you exit the room into a an entrance hall. When you get into the entrance hall, you see the dollhouse. The same dollhouse sitting in the middle of the room. And you see Uprie's doll, Salvador's doll, and Ren's doll sitting on the sofa in the living room and you see your doll standing in the entrance.
2: In the dollhouse.
0: In the dollhouse.
1: <laughs> that would be fucked. I'm going to follow Yancei. We probably shouldn't. Yeah, we shouldn't alone.
4: As soon as they all come up, I'm going to show them what happened. So, I'm now in the entrance of the dollhouse, which means I'm assuming that I'm either coming into the dollhouse or I'm leaving the dollhouse. So...
3: Well, I, think, I think the dolls just mimic what room we're in. Yeah. yeah. So
0: you're standing in the entrance of the house, mm-hmm. the entranceway. You see the stairs leading up to the second floor. Oh. And you, you also see the dollhouse sitting in the middle of the entranceway, and you see your doll in the entrance of the dollhouse. But now, entranceway of the dollhouse. But now that they've come up,
4: to have those dolls move, are they still on the couch?
0: So here by yourself until Ren shows up and you look back at the dollhouse and you see Ren's doll standing in the entranceway. Fucking freaky.
5: Yeah.
2: What are all the rooms in this dollhouse that we can see? We see the ground floor with the living room, dining room, kitchen.
0: So there's grand, great room, kitchen, and a bathroom on the first floor along with the entrance hall. Mm -hmm. The stairs lead up to a second floor where there is a hallway that has three bedrooms to the left of the stairs, a bathroom, and the master bedroom to the right of the stairs. I'd like to look out a window. Yeah, you look out a window. You see... a white picket fence, a green grass yard Hedges just underneath the window. And then you see blue beyond the fence. So we're
1: not in the city. Oh, this house isn't like a house in the city. Is what I guess what I'm saying.
4: This is a lot of work to go see an opera.
2: (laughs) Well, it's free. So I suppose this is their way of making you work for it.
3: Yeah. The next time we see Iris, I'm punching her so hard in the arm for not warning us.
1: Well, maybe we are all supposed to sit on the couch like it was showing. I don't know. we weren't sitting when we initially came into the room. Yeah, I don't know that that's an important detail. Maybe. I want to look through this dollhouse and see if there are any other figures besides the four of us. Oh my God. That sounds like a creepy thing that's about to happen. (laughs) Please no.
0: (laughs) So you go over to the dollhouse and you're looking at all the rooms. They seem empty. You don't see any other figures sitting on any of the furniture, standing in any of the rooms. But as you get closer, you realize the immense detail of the dollhouse. Everything in the room that you are in is present there. Hmm. There's shoes by the front door. Identical shoes in the dollhouse. Hmm. Each one. And you realize that all of the doors are operable. All the drawers are operable. I'm gonna start searching through little things to see what I can find.
1: Drawers, opening doors, looking behind things. So you
0: start pulling open little doors, little drawers, Mm -hmm. little cabinets.
1: I would like to take like, like a dresser drawers -hmm. From like the master bedroom, that's like one door away from upstairs. You know what I mean? Like that's really close. And I want to take it and I want to drag it along the floor, the floor of the dollhouse of the door of the dollhouse. Yeah. Okay. And then listen to see if I can hear dragging from upstairs. No. Okay. Oh my god. Let's see how much control I had. (laughs)
4: It doesn't seem like anything that's done in the dollhouse will be instantaneous. Well, I guess that's not true, because when you came up, then your doll was upstairs.
1: But you placed your doll in the balcony at one point, Mm -hmm. and it's not like you appeared in the balcony. So your theory makes sense, is that we can't necessarily control what happens in the house via the dollhouse, but the dollhouse reflects what we do in the house. Well, maybe
4: there's a key or something somewhere in this dollhouse That'll get us out of this, I guess, real-life dollhouse that we're in now. That's a good point.
0: Keep searching. Ren. Yes. As you're doing this, you're you're opening things, one thing suddenly strikes you as odd. The door you entered into the living room from, it exists in the dollhouse, but it's closed. And it's on an outer wall wall of the house. I go back to that room. Is it still open? Did we leave it open? It's open.
1: Guys, I'm so sorry if I get us trapped in this house, but I'm going to close it and open it again. You close the the
0: real door? The door that we entered in from. Okay, you close the real door, you open it, and you can see the stairwell. Okay. Beyond that empty room.
1: Oh, oh, second, second, somebody come with me. Yancey. come on. All right. Um, I'm going to go out the front door of the house mm-hmm. and wrap around to the door that the outside door that does go to the stairs from the inside. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And open it from the outside.
0: Okay. Uh-huh. So you step out the front
1: <laughs> I'm door. very confused at yeah, this Ren point. Ren is like, Ren is like a little kid being like, just like running you, around. Being like, ooh, let me try this.
0: Quite unsettlingly, you look around. As you first exit the door, and you see the hedges that are underneath the windows. Mm. You see the green grass. You see the picket fence. And beyond the picket fence is just blue. You don't know when the floor becomes a wall. Because it is just blue. But you make note of that. Wrap around to the side of the house looking for the door. Uh-huh. Nothing's there. No door oh. on the outside of the house. There's no door, Yance.
4: There's no door. What's going on?
1: I thought that because see, the door where we came in that goes down to the stairwell is an outside door in the dollhouse. hmm And I thought maybe I could go to that door and if I open it from the other side, what would happen?
4: Wouldn't we want to go up instead of, I guess, what I'm confused on, we know that what happens on the outside world happens in this dollhouse. So it's kind of mirroring in a sense. What can we do to get out of this mirroring? Cause I have a feeling that if we walked up the stairs, the dollhouse will continue being on each flight of stairs somehow.
1: Yeah. I agree with that. Let's go back,
4: tell Sal and Upree, and then we just need to come up with a plan to get out of here.
2: Well, I thought that we could cause, Oh, We entered the dollhouse, but we could get back to the stairs that we were originally on, that we came in on.
1: Mm. Yeah, the door back to out of this house, back into the staircase, still exists.
4: So I'm saying we go up those stairs or go down those whatever direction we need to get out of here.
1: I'm feeling like there's nothing to this dollhouse that actually will help us get out. I have a feeling that we're going to have to solve some kind of puzzle to get to the upper city. It's a test. And I imagine that each of these floors that we've seen, based on a previous (laughs) dungeon that me and Sal went through, that we have to solve at least one of these puzzles to get out into the upper city.
4: Maybe the house is a metaphor for being trapped and we just need to destroy it.
1: Mm.
3: (gasps) Up raises her hammer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let's search the house first. Yeah. And then if we don't find anything, we'll consider destroying it.
3: Uppery lowers her hammer.
2: Can Sal turn on, go back to the living room and turn on the box with the glass pane?
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you go back to the living room. You go to the box. You want to just start turning random dials? Yeah, I'll, I'll,
2: I'll turn the knob that seems like it's a power button. <laughs> What's a power button? A power button is it's a rectangular symbol that makes you feel instantaneously energized.
0: Mm, those don't exist in this world. Mm, I turn the knobs And you anyway. also don't see anything that looks like that on the box, but you do see several knobs. So oh. you decide to turn yeah. one of the knobs. The first one you turn, nothing happens. So you futz with the next one. Again, nothing happens. So you get to the third knob and you hear a click. Mm. And all of a sudden, an image is projected on that pane of glass. It's kind of grainy, it's like all fuzzy and like... So you start kind of futzing around with more of the knobs. As you turn one, you start to see that image is shifting, different images are happening, and they're all motion Hmm. images. Motion pictures, one might say. "Sort of strange illusion. You flip through a bunch of those and you're not quite getting anything. So you start moving the little metal rods that are on the top Mm -hmm. of the box. yeah. And that starts to just change the quality of the motion picture. And you're like trying to move them around, move them around, move them around. And finally, you get a nice clean picture. And, And as the... Picture becomes clear, you look back to it and you realize it's like a close-up of your face.
5: <laughs> no!
0: Like a camera angle. What's a camera? Like you are looking at yourself from just two feet away slightly below you. Mm.
2: I back up from the box.
0: It's... you now standing in front of the image. You see all of you. Like, you have, like, stepped backwards, and now you can see yourself in the image, Hmm. just standing, looking down. Barbara, come over here. I think I found the opposite of your horror scape. What? (laughs) So Uppery comes on over, Uh, and you see on the glass window, Uppery walks across the screen, and you both can see yourselves looking down at a space in front of themselves.
2: I think it's trying to tell us something, tell us a, a vision or something. Wait, that's me. Yeah, that's that's a imitation of you and me. Upper starts flexing and like checking herself
0: out. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, you see yourself on this glass being projected. I'm gonna put my
2: coat over the glass of the of the box.
0: All right. so as you get closer to the box again you see a real close up of your face but then you cover it
2: should I smash this one too you know I don't know this seems benign but uh
3: I mean smash things usually have some
2: problems, <laughs> so. I don't know in the dollhouse are there any other TVs sorry are there any other boxes with glass <laughs> there's,
0: there's only the one okay do we see this? Where are me and Wren? Yeah, where? what have you been up to? So you were in the entrance hall yeah. examining the dollhouse. Wren yeah. went out the front door, looped around. No door where they thought there was going to be a door came back in. Yeah,
1: and when we, then we discussed with them. So we're probably watching this all happen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you're watching. you. I mean, from the entrance way, you can see into the living room anyways. So you can see them kind of doing something at this box and then you see cell cover it and i uncover it yeah that's really weird i don't know
4: <laughs> in the dollhouse the door where in real life there isn't a door was that closed
0: it was closed in the dollhouse yes I'm but gonna... it's open in real life hmm.
4: you said there was a place where there was a there wasn't a door where the door
1: was in the dollhouse outside there's no door
3: the door is only on the inside the one that leads back to the stairs okay
1: but on the dollhouse, the door is also on the outside. Correct. Oh.
4: oh,
1: I'm going to open that door in the dollhouse. That's what
4: I was.
0: Outwards, if I can.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: That's what I was thinking. Uh... Should we check again? Yes.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna to run back outside.
0: Um. So you open the door in the dollhouse. In the dollhouse. And when you look inside it, huh. you see. We let something in. A slimy
1: <laughs> Oh, we let something bulbous in this
0: mound of what looks to be fleshy. Except this thing's moving in the dollhouse. It's like pulsating, kind of like breathing, and then there's like this kind of like rhythmic kind of shaking and you just see all of the flesh kind of jiggling with the shaking. You also, as you do this, hear the door close in the living room.
1: <laughs> no, all
4: oh, relocked out until we, we
1: did it. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked us, Ren. <laughs> you fucked us. So, where in the dollhouse is this wriggling flesh being hmm? in that door? But inside or outside?
0: Only you can only see it looking through the door from the inside. If you look around the back of the dollhouse. You just see through that door into the living room. But the fleshy thing itself. You can only see when you are standing in front of the dollhouse Uh looking into the living room through that door. So we see it on the other side of the door. Through the 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 door.
1: What would be the outside? What would be on the outside? That's what I wanted to establish. I'm going to mm, look outside (laughs) to where that would be on the outside. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Nothing.
4: So seeing like it's only in the dollhouse right now. Yeah. Do you think
1: I could stab it through the dollhouse?
2: Or we can just burn
4: the dollhouse
1: down.
5: Uh, we
2: should probably get out of that house.
1: I don't want to open that door again, though. <laughs> the one that just closed in real life.
3: But that's also our only way out. It's
1: true. I feel like we're going to have to
4: eventually. Yeah. Let's regroup and then just solve yeah. it and fight it. Whatever is
0: there together.
2: How big is this dollhouse? Could I carry it? <laughs> it comes up to your solar
0: plexus. And solar so plexus uh, that's at, at the bottom, bottom of your rib cage okay.
2: right at the titties.
0: Aubrey, okay. could you straight. carry
2: this?
3: Uh, you
0: could be quite I mean it's a heavy thing. Yeah. It's a big yeah, bulky yeah. object. It's not entirely too heavy for you to carry, but you could pick it up. Remember, there was a dollhouse in the living room. There's yeah. a dollhouse
1: in the entrance. Yeah imagine there's a dollhouse in every room room. i'm just thinking
2: yeah if we just what do we do with it take it with us after we leave this dollhouse realm i mean if the squishy mc
3: is um oh god why do I use that word (laughs) maybe we maybe that's what's keeping us here it's like a guardian we just kill it maybe maybe that's the puzzle is killing this thing and then we can leave into the upper city or maybe it's our friend and it's
4: standing ahead of us
2: yeah well, let's,
4: let's figure it out. <laughs> Yonsei walks up to the door and opens
0: it. Oh, no. <laughs> I draw my weapons. Everybody roll initiative. Yeah. Here we go. One more
4: time. I rolled
5: a 14.
1: 13. 18. 13.
0: All right. So that means Upri, You go first.
3: I'm going to run up, push Yancey out of the way of the door. Mm-hmm in rage oh shit
5: (laughs) oh
0: shit so that roll
3: my weapon just starts glowing fern fern gets real glowy
0: (laughs) fern begins to glow okay and you are making an attack
3: I'm making a reckless attack (sighs) ugh I don't think my proficiency is Oh Does a 15 hit? A 15 does hit. That's gonna be... Uh, dice are confusing me right now. Here we go. Uh, 13 bludgeon damage for the first to take.
0: All right, so you slam your hammer into it. It squishes down and lets out this, like... As this, like, pocket of air just, like is pushed out of the flaps of the fleshy pod. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. And I just goes, oh! What the fuck? And then I
3: hit it again. We're right. uh, 23, and I did 23 11 bludgeoning
0: damage. Alright, so you swing around in for a second hit, and th- more air is just like pushed out, this thing is like squishing and sloshing and you see goop start to pour out of pores that are in this fleshy pod. It's this like greeny, pink, like inconsistently colored phlegmy goo that That just starts dripping out the sides of the pod and coming out of these orifices that are just like placed randomly on the pod itself. And then I'm
3: going to step to the side of the door <laughs> so people can shoot at it.
0: Ren, what are you doing?
1: Um, uh, Ren's going to use his bonus action to critically analysis is it. Just analyze it. Yeah, for my, for my it makes bonuses. so much
0: sense to you. Right.
5: Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and is it like right up in the doorway? Yeah, the whole door is just taken up by its space. You can see the empty, which is, not technically empty more the room behind it that you had originally come from but it is so imposing it takes up the whole door and like there's this base that's starting to like seep into the room that you're in the living room
1: disgusting I'm going to shoot it with an arrow I guess cause I ain't gonna mm. run up to it
0: not on my lonesome that's a nap one baby Is <laughs> an eight hit? an eight does not hit yeah that's it, You're though. taken aback, and you stumble over a chair as you try to notch your arrow. So you miss your shot. Salvador, what you doing? Well, it, Yancey's turn.
2: Oh, Yancey you, have, you have shared... More, okay, yeah. y-
0: you rolled the same, but you ha- Yancey has the higher... Dex. Dex. So Yancey goes first. Can I do a
4: bonus action first? Or does it have to be afterwards? Yes, yeah,
0: you can do a bonus action first.
4: I'm going to cast Hex on this thingamabob. All right.
0: Um.
4: That's going to be for one damage.
0: <laughs> one plus your Hex bonus.
3: Well, the oh, damage is yeah, with- only applied when you damage it another way. Oh, yeah. So,
0: this-
4: so hold that for now. I'll hold that now.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. Sorry. I thought you had made an attack.
4: Oh, I didn't. So I can go back and start that over.
1: We'll just go from your attack. You hexed yeah. it, yeah. All All right. You hexed it, make an attack
4: roll. All right, I'm going to do Eldritch Blast. I'm assuming a 19 hits and then does yes, a does.
0: 13 hit. A 13 does hit as well.
4: All right, cool. you a shit ton of damage. Yes, I am. I So one second. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. So eight plus five is 13 damage plus one and then I have Maddening Hex, so plus, so that's five, ah. five, and eight. Five, five, and eight, that's 18 damage. Sheet.
0: Was that total or is that in addition? Total. Okay.
4: 18 total damage.
0: All right. And for your second Eldritch Blast, or was that adding? That was more? total. Okay. Everything was total. Uh, perfect, perfect. All right. a lot of damage. Yeah,
4: 18 damage.
0: Elvador, you're
2: dripping on the floor! I shout to the eyeball monster as I cast blindness on it. It has to do a Constitution saving throw and beat a 16.
0: It succeeds. Ah,
2: well.
5: Uh, that <laughs>
2: good for you. And that's that's my turn.
0: Wait, does it have eyes? I thought, yeah. Has, as you look at oh, it, I thought it was in that pocket. Ugh. You're like, those must surely be eyes. And then it releases some air out out of the flap as you see it ripple from the air being released. And then it drips out.
1: Not not uh, the fart monster. Probably
0: not an eyeball, huh? And that's when it shoots at a tentacle from one of the orifices, and then another they're not saving throws I'll roll Apri yeah. one of the tentacles hits you directly in the chest <gasps> with so much force I'm about to roll 10 d6 mm.
1: that's so many d right cause you cause I'm a butch mm-hmm, cause you a butch
0: clackety clack motherfuckers doing some math 36 so 18 mm-hmm yep <gasps> i know my so basic you're table hit with 36 piercing damage as the tendril just pierces into your chest <gasps> hitting you in the solar plexus knocking the air out of you and pushing you back Oh, no, not the TV. As it then (laughs) goes to lasso around you, can you make a strength saving throw? With advantage, because raging. 15. As it tries to whip you around and throw you onto the ground, you place your right foot behind you and you stand tall not being not prone eat it oh. who's the other 10 before <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah
1: <laughs> I'm the closest
3: huh?
2: oh shit, it's
1: true who's this that's me all right I am not close we are
0: back <laughs> up to opry
1: oh is that both tentacles went for
0: opry yeah oh. oh oh no that's the far other far one 76. misses oh who did it lash out at though it lashed out at Salvador. Mm. Ooh, shake it off. Shake it off. All is right. it still outside the door? Yes. It hasn't moved. Okay. Gotcha. It seems rather stationary.
3: So Uppery is going to take Fern into one hand and draw her hand axe spinning it and then she's going to go in and go to Tan. Reckless attack again. Oh, so keep in mind I'm reckless attacking so you're going to have advantage when you're trying to hit me. Mm. hmm Woo! Net twenty.
0: Oh. <laughs> Come on, crit. Alright. So Alright, so it had just crit on you. Oh. Okay. And you're critting right on back. So how critical.
3: I get to roll three dice because of my half orc passive. Mm-hmm. But it's in one end, so it's a D eight now. Correct. So we're at twelve. Fourteen. Nineteen for the first hit. Alright. And then I'm attacking. Squish. Follow up.
5: <laughs>
3: that's a 23. A 23 will hit. And then that is for 7. 7. And then I'm going in with a hand axe. Ooh, And that's only for 10. That will hit. Oh shit. And 10 then that hits? Mm
1: hmm.
3: That's for a whopping three. Slice All right. So I just I run over the doorway, wham, 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 and then I, you know, do a little football spin out of the way.
0: <laughs> run your up. All right. So as you are oh, swinging your hammer into it, you see it's squishing, it's squelching. You see the pus pouring out of it, and then out of one of the orifices, no. you see a black slimy clump just shoot out. And then with the second attack, another from a different orifice. Tiny black clumps covered in this mucousy, flummy, pinky green slime. And as it rolls and slams into the wall, you see it begin to move. One spindly leg shooting out of the phlegm latching itself onto the ground and then another as the two things right themselves and you see several legs, maybe six, seven-ish legs, attached to little black slimy bodies, they start scurrying up the walls up onto the ceiling. Uppery throws up in her mouth.
1: <laughs> so we all do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, no. Ren, what are you doing? I'm
1: going to shoot one of these tiny little bug creatures on the ceiling. (laughs) Uh, That's a 25 to hit. A 25 will hit, yes. Gotcha. And are these creatures within... uh, Oh, first, I'm going to use my bonus action to switch my analysis to the one that I'm shooting. Sorry, Mm -hmm. I I shouldn't write that. Are any of these creatures within five feet of any of us for sneak attack damage?
0: No. Okay no sneak attack, they're on the ceiling above you
1: just wanted to double check then, oh, so 2d6 that is
5: 5
0: 13 piercing damage alright, you shoot an arrow into one of them it drops to the floor yes! it twitches slightly until it convulses and its legs curl in towards it themselves Okay, that's my turn that's all I can do all
4: right. Yancey. All right. I am going to use Witch's Bolt. So does
0: a 23 hit? A 23. Are you, what are you targeting? The main blob. All right. 23, yes. Does hit.
4: All right. I have to roll four D12s. 4D12s?
1: Four yeah.
4: Fourth level. I could actually do this one on the first level, but oh. so i know. <laughs>
1: You're just overhauling this spell. Yeah. 10
4: plus 6 is 16. Plus 4 is 20. Plus 2 is 22. I'm going to add the hex to it. Yep. So that's 27 plus the Maddening hex. That's plus
0: 5. So 27 plus 5. That's 32 damage. She's the total. (laughs) So you blast it with arcane energy and it first open i need everybody make a dexterity saving throw as a pool of this goop just pours out of this pod and you see several slimy black masses caught in the phlegm pouring out at your feet
3: so i roll dex saves with advantage and i got 220s
4: all right I got a four, but I'm also going to use my Pack Boon, Pack of the Talisman. I know it's not going to do anything, but whatever. Eight. Eight
0: total? Yes. All right. Five. Five. Oh, shit. Seven. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I so, took all the luck. <laughs> everybody but Upri is pushed away by this wave of phlegm. You feel these masses slam into you with this force... And you're all knocked prone. You all take four bludgeoning damage. Is mine hacked? Well, you pass. You pass.
4: Question. Because of this, can I do my hellish rebuke as a reaction? On what? That was the question. But it's dead. Okay, so the answer is no. No.
2: Salvador. I get up. All right. And I look so how many babies are on the floor now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you see several masses of varying sizes all starting to move. Well, that one's still alive. You see the one thing still skittering around the ceiling, but you see something with oh, pretty. black wings, you think, starting to like extend out and start to flap these wings. They're not thin and paper-like like like you would expect a butterfly's to be or a moth's to Mm -hmm. be, but rather thick and goopy, yet it somehow starts to take off to push itself against gravity. Okay, I'm gonna catch. You also see more legs as these tiny, tiny little things, tiny little specks, maybe the size to fit in your palm, two of them start skittering across the floor. You also see what hit you. A mass of tentacles, long, thick, almost lamprey-esque, as it starts to thrash around the room. And then, these two long creatures that begin to float they're kind of oblong in shape there's a face at one end that's kind of sideways with teeth that stick outwards as opposed to in and its what? eyes are placed kind of haphazardly along its body It seems as if it should go, start moving lengthwise, but instead it moves like a hummingbird, kind of floating in, up, and down, side by side. I would like to ask a clarifying question.
1: When the thing exploded, did it, like, throw these things all into the room? Yeah. Or, okay. um,
0: This is, like...
1: So they're not all, like, bunched in the
0: doorway. It's all kind of, like, afterbirth. Mm. Where these, like, slimy masses, like, you know that image of when a giraffe has a baby and it just falls like 10 feet, hits the ground, quickly, like, animates itself uprights and starts running around? It's that type of situation. It's still covered in slime and goop. But they're all just like they instantly spring up and start kind of clambering into action. Gross. <laughs> Can I ask a
4: question before you go, Sal? How many total monsters are there now?
2: Seven. It looks like.
1: Just tell me. I, I think I've got a good calculation of it. So we got the one moth creature, one bug from before, Will one weird from bug before? from before, two smaller bugs, two two, eels. two weird face eel creatures one lamprey-esque creature. And that should be it?
0: Yes, so seven in total.
2: Okay, I'm going to back up. I'm going to cast Shatter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now that all of that has been established, Salvador reorients himself and goes to cast Shatter.
2: Yeah, I guess it'll be on the lamprey, the bug on the ceiling, and the other creature that's closest to me. All right. And they have to do constitution saving throws of 16.
0: All right. And what is the radius of shatter?
2: It's 10. So that's why I backed up. All right. Two are going to pass. One will fail. So one of them is going to take 11 points. The others take five points of thunder damage. And they get pushed back 10 feet away from me.
0: All right. So you blast with your shatter. Everything gets pushed back around you. You fling some of this phlegm up, splattering everybody else around you and splattering the walls. And they take damage. That will bring us mm, to the weird floating uh, side-faced creatures. Maybe I shouldn't have exploded it. My bad, y'all.
1: <laughs> no, it was
0: going to happen anyways. Yeah, it was, was going to happen. <laughs> so. These are the ones that are floating. They look almost aquatic. Sideways face eels? Kind of right. like sideways face eels. Maybe <laughs> they're like a little mix with a shark. But there are like fins sticking randomly out. And it's not moving lengthwise. It's moving side and side, up and down, Um, (laughs) and it's just floating. It's just kind of, like, hovering in midair, and then there are these little tendrils that gather along its sides, made out of the phlegm, perhaps, that start to lash out. So I'm going to make some attack rolls. Yep. So many dice. Okay. Salvador, you're going to get hit by one of these tendrils. You're gonna take twenty points of bludgeoning damage, and can you make a constitution saving throw? Ren, you're also gonna get hit.
1: Oh no, I'm on the floor. Nineteen.
0: For nineteen points of bludgeoning damage and make a constitution saving throw. A 19 will pass as you feel the burn on your arm from the attack starts to sear. It seeps into your skin and you feel it climbing up your veins, but you persevere and you are not poisoned. What was that con save, Ren? Twenty-two. He will also save, so you also feel this burning sensation, but do not become poisoned. I think I'm resilient. So, <laughs> mm. as those two new skittering bug-like things go after Upri and Yance, bring it. <laughs> Operate, you see one skittering along the ground. It jumps at you and it latches itself onto your neck and bites down. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that made you fart. Can you make a constitution saving throw? No. Uh, As ugh. you're
4: doing that, I'm going to also cast anthropic ward, so you have the roll of disadvantage if, it's, if something's attacking me.
0: Is that a reaction?
4: It's a
1: reaction.
0: Oh. Anthropic Ward as a reaction. Okay. What are you casting it on? If one of them hits me.
1: The bug creature that's attacking.
0: Can you read the spell to me?
4: Once per short rest, when a creature makes an attack roll against you, you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on that roll. If it misses you, your next attack roll against the creature has advantage if you make it before the end of your next turn.
0: Ooh. So it's a one-time thing?
4: Yes. Okay. It resets every short rest.
0: Okay. That's cool. Um, cool. So I will re-roll that with disadvantage.
4: I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, so
0: it is going to miss Yonsei, but what was that saving throw? 25. <laughs> 25. <laughs> we get a plus
3: eight to con save. Um, okay.
0: So it bites down into you and you take no damage.
3: Can we say that you just see, Upri just like flexes the muscles in her neck and like it gets, you know like how you pinch your skin with a skeeter? Just mm-hmm. get stuck in
4: her neck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just gnawing <annoying> at you. <laughs> what were you going to say, Yance?
4: I was going to say since it missed, I now have a vantage on my next roll. Attack
1: Against roll that again. creature, yeah. yes. Squish it. Squish it. All Step right.
0: on it. <laughs> Ceiling scorpion. <laughs> uh. oh. Ceiling scorpion? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> So, the creature that had skittered up onto the ceiling is going to now drop oh, down yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. on Salvador. Oh, crawled over. Okay.
4: So, there's now
1: more monsters.
0: Nope. It was always there. That
1: was the one. Okay. Uh, that was the one that it initially spit out at us. Okay.
0: 19 will hit. Yep. So, as it lands on your shoulder, it has this tail like appendage that it jams down into your shoulder. You're gonna take five points of piercing damage and make a constitution saving throw. These things don't like you. I got a 13. (laughs) A 13 will save. Yeah. And one more creature to go.
1: The moth, right? Oh, we got the lamprey too.
0: The... I mean, no, there's only one more. I I didn't say anything. The long kind of tentacle-esque thing that is thrashing about on the ground starts to lash out around the room. It thrashes about, smashing the table, coming close, but not quite hitting Ren. Hand-carved mahogany. I don't know. And Upri, it's your turn.
3: (laughs) So the thing is still on my neck?
0: Yes, so it's still on your shoulder, yep.
3: Can I grab it and throw it on the ground?
0: Yeah. You can use an action to do that, to grab it and throw it on the ground. Oh, my whole action? Yeah, I think I can rule that as a free action. Okay,
3: I mean, I can make like an attack roll. Because the...
0: mechanically it's like... It's not grappled? It's not in the same space as you, but it is in the same space All as right. you.
3: So I rip it off, throw it on the ground, spit on it, and I start <laughs> wailing on it with Fern. That's gonna be a 24 to hit.
0: A 24 will hit.
3: And that does 11 and damage. Alright. I swing Fern down for a second to take. And that's gonna be 15 to hit. 15 will also hit. And that is for 12 damage. Alright. And then I go in with my
0: offhand axe. Alright. <laughs> oh, shit. That's only a 10 to hit. A 10 does not hit. So you slam down at one, two, grab your hand, try to slash down, you slam into the wood of the floor beneath the carpet, and this thing's strength surprises you. Ugh. For its size, it has been taking your blows. Kinky. Hm. Ren.
1: Um, well, I'm in melee with a sideways face facey, all right? Yeah, because yeah. it hurt me earlier which is gross how dare it so i am going to draw my short sword and try and slice into it does a 17 hit
0: a 17 does hit
1: thank goodness i'm I bonus action critically analysis it so sorry i just keep forgetting to no because when i well yeah no that is right i bonus action analyze it As best I can. But I am going to spend a superiority dice to use my lacerate ability, which adds a D8, and then it's quote-end-quote bleeding. You get to decide whether or not it can bleed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I do more damage to it. Um, So let's see. It takes a total of... That's 11, 13, plus 8, 21... That is 21 piercing damage. And then it must succeed on a constitution saving throw of 16. I roll a 17. Boo. Then it isn't bleeding, but I still did 21 damage, so suck it.
0: So you slice it. It does a decent amount of damage. You see that some goop starts to pour out of the cut. It's, like, green inside. Alright. The moth is flying around the room, flapping its goopy wings. You, every once in a while, feel something drip onto your neck. And then... upre. No. <laughs> What's your AC? 16. Because you're raging, right?
3: Oh, it's always 16. Oh, it's always 16. Because more Khan.
0: Mm. You feel something just graze your shoulder. <coughs> you don't see what it was. Yancei, what are you doing?
4: I'm going to first... I'm going to use Eldric's Blast. I have two since I'm over level five. I'm going to use the first one on the... Thing that I use Anthropic Ward on so I can roll with advantage. All right. (laughs) Does an eight hit?
0: Oh, no. An eight does not hit.
4: Well, that ruined my plan, so I'm going to use the other one on it as well. (laughs) Does a a 10 hit? A 10 does not hit.
5: Mm.
4: All right, so for my bonus action, (laughs) I'm going to Misty Step (laughs) It's a
2: good choice. It's a good choice.
4: How far can I? If the living room's right there, how far away can I get in terms of the space of the thirty feet? Thirty feet. feet feet. Yeah, you
0: could probably get into the around the bend of the living room into the dining area.
4: So over near Sal. So over near Sal. So around.
1: You missy step over towards the dining room. You're like, oh, what's over
2: here? Yeah.
4: What's over here? Oh, it's... (laughs) And then I end my turn. There's nothing else I can do.
0: So as you were blasting your Eldritch Blast towards this little multi-legged creature, it is just jumping around, avoiding your blasts. So you, Misty, step on over, and it is Salvador's turn. So from my last
2: turn, as a reaction, I cast Hell's Rebuke on Sealing Scorpion. All right. That has to do a dexterity saving throw.
0: I got a 20 plus. Jesus. Still takes damage. <laughs> it, takes a,
2: it takes a total of five points of damage. All right. Of fire damage.
0: Five is enough.
2: As it gets a fever from Getting some of my blood on its tail.
0: Yeah, you see it starts to convulse and then everything kind of shrivels up in on itself and it becomes this like ball of tail and legs just kind of curled in towards its center. So there are six left. Yeah.
2: Are there any in melee with me right now? I don't know. The other sideways face eel.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it I'll tag you it. last turn. I so. will
2: attack that one with my battle axe. That's a 22 to hit.
0: 22 will hit.
2: And, because I got a new fancy thing last time called this Bind Strike, once a turn on a weapon attack, I can add at the aid of thunder. So, it's going to be oh. 12 plus one. 13 points. Well, it's like 6 points of slashing and 7 points of thunder damage on Eel Man.
0: All right. Creature's turns. No. <laughs> Alright, so, Ren and Sal, you both have those flying eels floating around you. Their tendrils just, like, almost rubber banding out of its body at you. Ren. Oh,
2: no.
0: You get hit.
2: No, I don't.
0: (laughs) You take... 19 points Oh boy Of bludgeoning damage Oh boy And again You have to make A constitution saving throw These tendrils They're Lashing out All around And they are just Slamming into furniture Knocking things off walls And Sal is Dipping and diving As each one of them Shoots out Towards him And both of its attacks Miss him what was that? Con save eighteen, and eighteen will save. <laughs> Suck a weird um, side face. Eel these thing. jumpy spiders, though, <laughs> 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 they jump back at Upry.
1: No, go on, get.
0: But they miss jumping over your shoulder, and I'll then the leave. other one is chasing after Yancey. Oh no! <laughs> it jumps. Lands on Yonsei's back.
3: Does it scurry past me to get to Yancey? Because Yancey stepped away? It doesn't no, have to No,
0: because you all were in different places. Damn it. It jumps onto Yonsei's back.
4: What the fuck? Get that and shit off of me. you feel
0: a bite in the square of your back. Ugh. I'll never be able to scratch it. You take 12 piercing damage. Okay. It's not the best, but it's not the best. And make a constitution saving throw. Okay.
4: Does a 14 pass? It does. Yeah. Great. Then I don't have to use my pack boon.
0: You feel it's venom trying to take hold of your body, but you're able to shake it.
4: I'm able to do this and squeeze the poison out. It squirts out. (laughs) Squirts. (laughs)
0: So for the listeners,
4: um, what I do is I put both my hands behind my back and push into where the spider bites me. So the poison squirts out.
0: Yep. You feel its legs (laughs) grace your fingers and they're like, you expect them to be furry, but they're oddly smooth and spindly. We got this big, giant, fucking eel thing thrashing about still, and it is going to just lash out at anyone and everyone in its vicinity. Salvador, one of the tendrils swings around the room, taking some of the furniture with it, crashing into you. You take nine points of bludgeoning damage, and then it wraps itself around you. You are now grappled and restrained.
4: These things really don't like you too Upri and Sal oh, or <laughs> me.
1: They don't like any of us. I, I mean think. we've
4: taken the least me and you have taken the least amount of damage. I'm almost dead. Oh then never mind <laughs> <It> just-
5: <Upree. laughs>
4: all right,
3: so the moth or the lamprey. Which is within most other creatures? Like, is there one kind of like in the center of the pack or in the center I of the mean, room?
0: So, the lamprey thing is the largest thing in the room. Cool. It's a large sized creature thrashing about.
3: That's what I'm going to target okay. then. All right. I'm going to take my hand axe, give a little twirl, a little flourish, and I'm going to throw it at the lamprey.
0: Does an 11 hit? An 11 does not. What effect goes off when that lands?
3: So when the hand axe lands, I guess, on the floor, or maybe the wall behind it?
0: Probably near the floor.
3: Perfect. A few little leaves sprout out the floor in the
1: goop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, cute. Oh, cute, yeah. All right, that brings us to Ren.
1: All right, I'm going to try and slash at this sideways facial The one that's been hitting me. Okay does oh no does a 13 hit
0: a 13 does hit yes
1: thank god I'm gonna lacerate it again alright just to do as much damage as possible so it's another one of my superiority dice and it does 19 piercing damage alright right. and then needs to make a con
0: save to... Oh, yes. Makes a con save. It's not dead. Nope. So on its con save, it gets 23.
1: That passes, turns out. <laughs> um, and as a bonus action, because I'm level two rogue now, I'm going to disengage using my cunning action and then run... Towards Sal and Yonsei and try and get behind them because I'm almost dead and I
0: don't want to be here anymore. Shit. All right. So you run off to take cover behind your compatriots, and that's when Yonsei feels a prick in your neck. Thank you. As you notice, the moth is floating, flitting. Flapping its goopy wings in front of you, and you feel a sharp pain in your neck, and it's like a prick is sticking out of it. You're gonna take 12 necrotic damage. Alright. And it's your turn. Alright, so I'm going to face
4: the moth, since... Yes. I'm gonna aim both my Eldritch Blast at it, or... I'm not guaranteed. No, fuck it. So one is a 21, and the other one is a 18. So I'm assuming both of those hit.
0: The 21 hits.
4: Not the 18. 18. Sheesh.
0: This is a tiny moth. Oh, I thought
4: it was a big moth. No, little,
0: little moth. So
4: that means that its AC is very
1: high. Yeah, it's between 18 and 21. (laughs) (laughs) one might just zoom that's like have you ever tried to hit a bug out of the sky quite easily
4: (laughs) alright so only one (laughs)
1: one hit
4: so one plus four is five I'm gonna hex it that's three so five plus three is eight and then I'm gonna use the maddening hex so five plus three plus four so seven plus... That's 12. So it's 12 damage altogether.
0: All right. So you blast it. Is it dead? And you see it fly across the room into the wall and smash into it. It stops to move. Yes! yes. We killed something. <laughs> All right. Salvador. So the lamprey still has
2: me grappled and restrained. Yes. So you I'm going to try to yeah, wriggle you can out.
0: Make a, I think it's strength save. A saving throw? Okay. 13. A 13. Uh, 13 will not do it.
2: Then I'm going to cast fourth level healing word on myself as a bonus right. action. What's the word? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I get 13. What points. a great word. All right that's my turn
0: sideways lampreys go i'm
1: hiding no not really but
2: and can i just flavor be like
3: over here you ugly fuck to try (laughs) to like taunt it even though that's not a thing
0: yeah taunt's not really a thing but like we're gonna do it uh so (laughs) you're gonna draw aggro of one of them okay cool Um, Thank you. So let's do some tentacle (laughs) attack. Tentacle me daddy. (laughs) 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 Uh, So Salvador, you're going to get hit by one of them. While you're grappled, they're just kind of all around. 24 points of bludgeoning damage. Oof.
2: Good thing I did that heal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Upree. Bring it. You draw its attention and you see it starts floating on towards you, hovering on over, kind of like at an angle sideways. One eye is tracking you, but the other is flicking all around the room. And you see its tendrils just... Rubber band out of its body. It's like it's pulling its flesh out into a tendril shape and like flicking them around the room. And you jump over one and duck under the other um, <laughs> as they smash into things in the room. Mass uh, nice trap, fucker. <laughs> as spiders. No. <laughs> You see out of the corner of the eye the spider trying to chase after you. It's scurrying along the floor. It jumps at you, but it overshoots as you are stopping to jump and duck. And it overshoots past you. The one that is on Yance
2: currently attached to
0: Oh. is going to again chomp down on your back. Hmm. Uh-huh. You're going to take five piercing damage and make a constitution saving throw.
4: I definitely passed, but I want to see by how much I passed by. <laughs> what save was it? Con constitution. Save. So I got an 18.
0: All right. So you save. Yes. By some numbers. I'm not telling you what the DC is. <laughs>
4: Perfect. But since it did attack me, I'm going to do my opportunity on my reaction attack, Hellish Rebuke. All right. Which means it needs to—I forget
0: how that works. Deck save. Deck save. Yes. Uh, it is going to fail with a six.
4: Yes. All right. That means it can, it takes two D tens. So nine damage.
0: All right. So you see flames flick around it. Seems rather undeterred.
2: Tim. The thing that hit me, I'm going to use my reaction to do Wrath of Storms on it. All right. It has to do a dexterity saving throw.
0: All right. It is going to get a four.
2: It fails. So it's going to take 2d8 of thunder damage. Yes. That's it. For lightning damage. So that's 15 points of lightning damage. All right. It gets pushed away 10 feet from me.
0: All right. So, a bolt of lightning shoots out towards it, and it gets pushed away. It's just, like, floating in the air, so it just kind of, like, <laughs> goes away slightly. And that brings us to the thrashing eel in the center of the room that it currently Whoa. has you grappled. Right. Yep. So it is going to... hmm, Oh, lovely. Uh, so you feel its tendrils around you, Salvador. And it's squeezing you. And that is when you start feeling this, like, burning on all of your skin that it has, like, in its grip. Can you make a constitution saving throw?
2: Probably going to die this round. I got a 12.
0: Oof. You feel this burning build around you, and it starts to make your heart feel plastic and tense, and there's this shooting pain in your chest. You want to grab at it, but you can't because the tentacle has your arm kind of twisted around at this moment. And you feel your body tense up. You are paralyzed.
2: Help. As I shout before (laughs) I can't say anything
0: anymore. Upri. All
2: right. Apri's going to pivot
3: and try to get between as many as the critters and my friends as I can. All right even if I have to take an opportunity to take. So like that they basically can't walk past me
0: without getting walked. All right. So I think you're going to take one opportunity to attack from the flying lamprey. Okay. A nine does not hit you. So you're Eesh. good. So yeah, you run over, you put your body in between the creatures and Yancey and Ren Salvador, you see stiff as a board in the grasp of this tentacle creature. Hang on, sail.
3: I'm going to tr- whomp the tentacle and attempt to free sail. I'm going to do right. a reckless attack. All right. Hmm. That is going to be a 25 to hit. Mm-hmm. And that is forward. i will do it. 15 damage on the first one. Then I swing Fern around again. Has to take out all the figures on the table. (laughs) Uh, And that's a 12 to hit?
0: A 12 does not hit. Okay. You let go of him. Bonk. Bonk. (laughs) All right, Ren. All right, uh,
1: Ren is going to run up to Sal's paralyzed body, and I'm going to use a superiority dice to use remove toxins. Mm. Oh. So, and I don't know if this is going to work, because it specifically says that it has to be one... I can cure the target of one disease or one poisoning effect. So I'm going to attempt to it's cure a poison effect. Yes. And you also get healed for, um, I'm going to spend two dice when I heal to heal you for eight. And then I'm going to bonus action analyze the floating lamprey that was attacking Sal earlier. The one that's closest to us. The one that has got lightning affected. All right. Just
0: so for next turn, I'm focusing on it. All right. That brings us to Yance. I'm going to
4: move my both my hands behind my back. Can I rip it off of me? Yeah. Is that an action?
0: It's a free action.
4: All right, so I'm going to rip it off of me, and then I'm going to use both my Eldritch Blast
0: on it. Oh yes.
4: Does a 14 hit?
0: A 14 does hit
4: and then does a 21 hit. <laughs> a Why did you ask yes.
1: Why did you ask the smaller one first? <laughs>
4: Cuz I wanted to. <laughs> so that will be for and this is going to be for total damage. All right. All right. So that's So 6 plus 4 is 10. 8 plus 4 is 12. 12 plus 10 is 22. Plus my Hex. So that's 24. Plus Maddening Hex. So that's 26 damage.
0: 26 (laughs) damage. Is a lot of damage. This freaky deaky spider is still standing. Oh my god, they're so (laughs) (laughs) beefy! All right. Salvador.
2: Salvador can literally do nothing except have an internal monologue because it can't take actions, reactions, talk.
0: Oh, God. Um, no, I
2: unparalyzed no, you. are you oh, you're you're unparalyzed. Yeah. Oh, but I'm still you're restrained. restrained. Okay, then I'm going to try to get out of the restraint.
0: Okay. Make that strength. Uh, okay.
2: That's a 17.
0: 17 is enough. Okay. You yes. hoist yourself out, shoving. The tentacle aside, you stumble off away from it, and okay. you do anything.
2: Oh, yeah, I slip out. I'm mean, going to cast aid on the group, which I'm glad that I took. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's one action, so I'm going to cast it on Yonsei, me, and Ren, and we each get 15 HP right now, and the maximum hit points goes up by 15 oh, for eight hours. Bless.
1: Nice. I mean
2: aid, not aid. Nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> still great.
2: And now I'm I'm hiding behind Yonsei and Ren. Perfect. Alright, so
0: we've got Ren and Salvador cowering behind Yonsei and Upri. Upri is in the front, though. So Upri is going to take all of the attacks. Bring it! The floating the sideways folks. lampreys.
4: Except for one of the side bugs because one of the bugs are is next to me.
0: Yeah. Okay, so Uppery is gonna get hit by two of the ten <laughs> The first one is going to hit you with a whopping nineteen bludgeoning damage. So nine. And the second is going to whack you with sixteen bludgeoning damage and now make two constitution saving throws. Well damn. <laughs>
3: All right. First one is twenty-seven. That'll pass.
5: Oh shit!
3: Eleven for the second.
1: Oh, it's just
0: enough. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Luck, yes. <laughs> plus eight. Plus eight. <laughs> <laughs> plus eight. Yes, 11, my con eight? save. Oh, okay. As in I have a twenty con now. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Okay, so you are not poisoned. um, So you take (sighs) the halved damage uh, and you move on with your life. (laughs) Uh, And let's do these spider Ah, jumps. You thought. Luckily, you're able to avoid the spider that jumps at you, Upri. Can I kick it on its, uh, as it misses? <laughs> Give it a little kick on the butt. Flavor-wise, sure. You yeah. kick Go it, on, uh, it has no actual effect on the creature, but the one on um, Yonsei is going to jump at you, wrap itself around your arms, and you feel it just, mash into your arms with its fangs. And as you've been paying closer attention to these things, they don't have mouths. They have these fangs that just stick out of its bottom. So it's just <laughs> it's too like easy. shoving itself into your skin. It's- um, <laughs> oh no! We're gonna take... 10 piercing damage. I make a constitution saving throw. 10 damage and then con save. So
4: I'm rolling right now, audience members, so you don't get that silence. <laughs> con save, con save, no whammy. Ooh. Oh, that's a 20. That's a nat 20, so Whoa. 22.
0: All right. <laughs> so you do not become poisoned. Haha, <laughs> y'all um, worst things in our body, Like cured ham. Oh. <laughs> All right. So we've got that tentacle creature thrashing about. Salvador just wriggled free, and that thing is going to lash out towards Yancey and Uppery. All right. Mm-hmm. Target tape. Yeah, if you're going to body block, you're body blocking. I'm body blocking. <laughs> I didn't body block.
4: I was just in the way.
0: <laughs> uh, so it lashes out. Yansei, you're able to jump over one of the tentacles that it lashes. It hits a chair besides you. Uprie, you are going to take some damage, though. You are going to take 12 bludgeoning damage. Have to seeks. And it... Spins itself around you, grappling you. All right. So you are now grappled and restrained. rate, it's your turn, actually. So you can make that strength save to be ungrappled.
3: And I get it with advantage while raging.
0: Yep.
1: Forever raging.
3: Forever (laughs) raging. Uh, So it's specifically a save?
0: I think it's actually like a strength check.
3: All right. Uh, 14, then, if it's a check. 16 if it's a save.
0: Oh, shit. I think it's a check, so it is a 14, which will fail. Help! So, you do not get out of the grapple. What do you do? Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, it is your turn. I mean, that was part of your turn.
3: So that was my action? Yes. Yeah, that's all I can do? All right. My axe is on the ground somewhere.
0: Ren.
1: Ren is going to... I do a drive by. What are you guys doing? A drive by really quick. I'm going to run past one of the the sideways face eels, the one that I have analyzed. That's next to Upry. So, can I get advantage from flank? Upry's
0: paralyzed or restrained. Upry's so, restrained. So, no.
1: No? Okay. I'm still going to do it, anyways. That's okay. It's a 27 to hit. 27 will hit. <laughs> So I do get Sneak Attack because Upri is within five feet, okay. I think. Because you have that special ability. Huh? Sneak, sneak attack, attack is if you have advantage. Or if they're within five feet of if, an uh, enemy.
2: If your ally also isn't incapacitated.
1: Which But not incapacitated. Let me look up the wording and see. Because you don't need advantage to get yeah. um, Sneak Attack. It's either advantage or... If another enemy of the target is within five feet of it, that enemy, enemy isn't incapacitated. Okay. So, okay. isn't incapacitated. I so think it technically that's attack. true. Yes! Yes! Okay.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: I would have allowed it. Thank you. I'm also not DM, so I can't
1: do anything. So, no, because I'm God. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, <laughs> uh, that is uh, 18 piercing damage. 18 piercing damage. And that's the one that Sal lightning bolted or whatever you did. Yep. All right.
0: It's looking pretty beat up. Um, Flying a little low. Nice. Ooze pouring out of wounds and cuts.
1: I am then going to use my bonus action to disengage, hence the drive by. All right. And take cover behind the dollhouse. All right. So Mm. you now have cover. Yes. That's the that's the yes. that's the ideal situation.
2: Oh man, we could
0: have been hiding behind this. Just wanted the to remind time. you all that cover exists, Yonsei. All,
4: all right, if I have multiple bonus actions, can I use them both, or can Just I only form. use one? Okay, on. that is fine. I'm going to. Can I attack the monster on
0: Yeah. Yeah,
4: I'm gonna do Eldritch Blast. One is going to be for the small bug that's next to me, and the other one's going to be the bug that's attached to Upree.
0: And by bug, we mean a giant eel tentacle creature.
1: Or do you mean the other bug? Whatever is attached to Upree. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's the, that's one, yeah, the that's a
0: giant eel thing. We've been calling it a lamprey. Lamprey <laughs> tentacle. It's a mass of tentacles yeah. that is a large-sized creature mechanically.
4: Either way, I rolled both 18s plus 7 so does two 25s hit?
0: Uh, (laughs) Yes, 25s do hit each of those creatures.
4: Alright, so this first damage is just gonna be on the small bug that I currently have hexed. So that is so 8 plus 4 is 12 (laughs) plus 10 so that's 22 damage. Alright. Is it? Nope. Well,
5: fantastic!
4: What? Um, and then for the one that is on Upri, that's thirteen damage.
0: All right, so you do thirteen damage. All right, Salvador.
2: Okay, I'm gonna pick a point behind Upri and eel the group of eels, and I'm gonna cast Shatter to hit the lamprey and the weakest eel, All or, right. or the weakest face hugger. And they have to do a constitution saving throw. Base? Oh, the sideways faces. The sideways faces, yeah.
0: So one of those constitution saves is a 15, and the other is a 5.
2: So they both fail. So they're going to take 48 of uh, thunder damage. I'm going to use Channel Divinity to roll with Destructive Wrath... You can use channel to roll max thunder damage. Yep. So So that's going to be a total of 32
0: points of thunder damage. Holy shit. On each of them.
1: Yeah, on both. So is that whenever you do thunder damage, you can max it out with your channel divinity? Yeah, I only get three of those (laughs) per day-ish.
0: So one of the sideways lamprey eel things, you see the body start to kind of rumble and shake and then... It splats away from you, splattering the wall. The giant tentacle thing in the middle—you f- see, like lacerations burst open along its skin as you cast Shatter. All right, let's just roll a bunch of attacks <laughs> on uh, Upri, Bring who's it. still body blocking, it's um, still raging to the best of her ability. I mean, there's one on Yonsei. There's a bug on Yonsei. Yeah.
4: It's not on me. It's next to me. I
0: took uh, it off.
1: Well, it's
4: about <laughs>
3: to
0: be <laughs> on uh, So you will get hit by one tentacle attack. Yes. You're going to take seven points of bludgeoning damage. So three pish posh. So you're going to also have to get behind me as well. <laughs>
4: I'm still good. I'm not even half.
2: Really? Yeah. Jeez. It's 101 hit points will do for
0: you. Jeez. I'm over here being like, <laughs> I'm dying.
1: <laughs> I <gonna> hit once.
0: <laughs> uh, the spider is gonna jump after you. Missing. Ha. And the giant thing in the middle of the room is going to lash at you. Uh it also misses ha. <laughs> more furniture at this point like all the furniture in the room is like destroyed demolished but you still see and hear the crunching of wood as it slams down into the ground nearby well, what about the dollhouse <laughs> cuz
1: i am cowered uh, behind it
0: weirdly enough they avoid the, the dollhouse house is not hit ever
2: are there dolls of them in the dollhouse now oh I don't have the time to check. Yeah,
3: you're,
0: you're yeah. on the backside. Yeah, we'll of check later. And Yancey, the spider, jumps at you, and you jump backwards, avoiding its attack.
1: The tides have turned! YOLO. It was rough for a
0: moment. Yeah, geez. <laughs> Uppery, what you doing?
1: Gonna try to
3: get un- unwrapped. I'm gonna try to unwrap myself. <laughs> 21
0: 21 will hit
3: cool that's my action right to peel it off
0: yes so you, you suck pull yourself out of it
3: that's my turn I yell and it run
0: away Ren what are you doing behind that dollhouse we're
1: gonna drive by again we're gonna attack the same lamprey but Uppery is no longer grappled so I do get advantage from flankage. Yep. does a 23 hit imagine it does. Of course it does. <laughs> that is 9, 11, plus 8. 19 piercing damage.
0: All right. So you pierce into it, <laughs> running on by, using your bonus action to disengage again.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm going to run down the room to be like over near. Um, towards
0: the entrance?
1: Yeah, towards uh, Sal and Beyonce. Okay. I've completed my build. I just run past things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yancey, you're up.
1: All right. I am
4: going to use Eldritch Blast once more on this. I'm going to use both on the small bug now that you've been free from the land prey. So you don't really need my help on that. Mm. Okay. So I rolled a 14 and a 15, so plus seven on each. So that's a 21 and a 22. Those will hit. All right.
1: I like to think that Beyonce is just, like, standing over this thing with both ah. hands out, just, like, blasting into the Why floor. Why won't you fucking die?
4: Point blank range. So that is for 12 damage. And then with the hex, plus four... So 12 plus six is 18 damage.
0: You blast that thing. And as the smoke clears, you see it squash onto the floor. Finally. (laughs) All right, Salvador.
2: I really just want this tentacle monster to go away. So I'm gonna cast a a guiding bolt at it. That's a 24. It's going to take the full brunt of 46 radiant damage. And the next attack on it has advantage. Alright. So it takes a total of... Oh, that's sad. It's only 7 radiant. It's a lot of oh, ones. No.
0: <laughs> Alright, so your little pew hits Pa-dew. it. And of all of the attacks, it's probably been the least amount of damage on it. Well, thanks, Tim. <laughs> Just so you're
2: aware. Just so you're, you're aware. feel bad.
0: Of the effect that it had. But it's glowing now. Yeah, it's, glowing, it's now. glowing now.
2: It's a brilliant yellow. All
0: right. So we only have one weird sideways lamprey shark thing. And it is tendril attacking upray. You will get hit once, Apri. For 20 points. Oh, shit. Of bludgeoning damage. That hurt. I'm still good. I'm still good. (laughs) And then... The spider. (laughs) Which is just like chasing you around the room at this point. (laughs) It does manage to latch onto you this time. No! So it jumps up onto your back and you feel a press in your neck. And you're going to take five points of piercing damage and make a constitution saving throw. 24. All right. (laughs) You save. Uh (laughs) That feels good. That makes my muscles
3: all relax. Uh, That knot's gone now. Thank you, Spider. All right. Acupuncture. Uh,
0: So (laughs) the uh, tentacly eel thing in the middle is going to trade back attacks. It is going to thrash its way over to Salvador and try (laughs) to lash. Pushes Uppery out of the way. Yeah, it's just like thrashing about. It is going to. (sighs) Does a. Seventeen hit you? Yeah. Nope. No, it doesn't. My uh, armor plus
2: eighteen. Ooh, spicy. Uh,
0: so it is just wildly thrashing, slamming into things, slamming into the furniture, but missing every attack, and it is Aubrey's turn. Ooh, I'm
3: free. Come here, you little shit. I'm gonna attack the spider with my hammer,
4: reckless attack. The one that's on your back. Oh shit.
3: I
0: scoop it up. They're not mechanically on your back, so, like, you rip it off. Whatever.
3: Uh, 25 <laughs> to hit. Throw it on.
0: 25 hit.
3: Nine bludgeoning damage. I think one of my eyes will back in my head there. All right. 23 to hit it again. That'll hit. And for a whopping, seven damage bludgeoning.
0: <gasps> You're so close. It's a resilient
3: oh, it bug. Door. Am I close to my hand axe?
0: <laughs> you um, were right by the lamprey You did throw, yeah, it, at I throw the, it at the lamprey You did throw it at the lamprey, yeah
3: Can I scoop it and then In the same motion just like swing sure, upwards With the it as my bonus of, action
0: In the spirit of this being on death's door Perfect uh, <laughs> Does a 14 hit? A 14 does And that is for 5 Slashing Alright You slice through that spider <laughs>
3: as i swipe up i slice it in half and then i kick one she's <laughs> like
0: go on
1: get half of it tumbles yeah, away yeah
3: i love disrespecting <laughs> animus. all
0: right friends
1: ren's gonna get on the other side of the lamprey tentacle flailing inflatable flailing tube uh to flank it with sal to give me advantage because that makes me do more damage And because advantage, you know. Um, Does a 16 hit? Yes, it does. That's a AC. Nice. Good to know.
0: Write that down. (laughs) Um, Just in case you run into another one.
1: I am going to use my last superiority dice, which feels spicy, but feels right at the same time, to use lacerate to do some extra damage. 23
0: piercing damage. You just slice through it. You take your rapier? Short sword. Short sword. You slash into it. It goes deep into its body. And then you pull it up the length of the tentacle. Its guts just pour out. Yancey. It's still moving? No, it's dead. Oh! oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah! The I sideways face! I
0: spit on it. Puh. All right. Uh, yeah! Disrespect! <laughs> I learned that from you. <laughs> yeah, we've got the sideways flying creature. That's it. And that's it. Yeah.
4: That I'm going to use my bonus action to Misty Step where the face blah, blah, blah <laughs> is so it can be flanked. All right. And then I'm going to use both my Eldritch Blast, so that's four. So what you I?
0: don't want to be flanking <laughs> it to use Eldritch Blast? No. Nah, it's a ranged range spell.
1: spell. Yeah. You only get advantage on flank for melee. 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 Yeah. You will give up re-advantage, though, if you're there. Yeah.
3: But then you'll be at disadvantage be at for disadvantage. making a ranged attack adjacent to an enemy. So, okay, don't do that. <laughs> All right,
1: then.
2: I will... I mean, just, you, you could attack from a distance and then run up. That's true.
4: Then I still will use both my... Eldris blast on it. Does a seventeen and eighteen hit? Yes, they do. All right, fantastic. So that's going to be so ten plus four is fourteen. Eight plus four is twelve. So fourteen plus twelve is twenty-six. Plus one is twenty-seven. Then plus four. It's 31 damage.
0: Finish it. Yes.
4: As I'm doing my Eldritch Blast, I'm slowly walking and hitting it with my Eldritch Blast. And then with both my hands, I slam down on it and I make it explode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I... So it splatters as the force of your blast smashes it into the ground, pulverizing the creature.
4: And as that happens, I'm going to say, good luck getting your security deposit back.
5: <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whoever owns <laughs> this house.
5: <Yeah.
1: laughs> uh, We're probably all covered in slime now,
0: um, right? You are out of combat. Ugh. The room is from floor to ceiling covered in phlegm, blood, viscera, skin chunks, meat chunks, several other unidentifiable substances. And it's just dripping off the walls, slowly gooping to the floor in little splotches.
2: Oh,
3: I didn't realize we were in a bathhouse. Disgusting.
2: (laughs) Hope there's a washing machine in this house.
1: So should we see what's behind that door then? The door that we just opened? Yeah, the one that they came through. (laughs) It's either the stairs that we initially entered through, or it's new. Hopefully outside of yeah, hopefully the exit.
3: Either way we we should leave. We
1: should go. So yeah, let's see what's behind that door. What's behind door number one? Hopefully it's the exit. You
0: make your way across the room. You hear the squishing and squelching of your boots and feet pressing into the sticky goop covering the carpet you step over the remnants of the pod that had previously been taking the breath of the door and you find yourself in the empty room alongside the stairs
1: damn it well this is good <laughs> we're back where we wanted to be yeah we're exactly the problem is we're back where we started <laughs> Well, I, I guess we just see what's on the next uh, land. And I guess we maybe we triggered something that let it that will now let yeah. us. Yeah, that 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 was just the guardian or something. It would be nice. That would be nice. nice. Yes,
2: that would be very nice. As we stare directly
1: at him. Uh,
3: all right, up the stairs. Well, before we go, do we want to let nap in this random room in the in some? I'm just kidding. We can get going. <laughs> I'm fine.
4: Aubrey's <laughs> <pretty>, like swaying.
1: <laughs> I would. Yeah. I. I mean. Yeah.
4: Maybe once we get outside, we can take a quick nap. Perfect. A long nap.
0: Yeah. You get to the stairs, you turn right, and you ascend the stairs. And we descend up the stairs. <laughs> you ascend the stairs okay. until you reach a wall. And just at the ends. top of the stairs.
1: <laughs> what was the password again? How did I just.
2: His friends stand here. Friends stand, stand ahead. ahead.
0: You recite those words, and you hear the scraping of metal on stone as the door begins to open, the shifting of the stone bricks screeching out of the way. And as you step into the light, you find yourself in a large, open... Space surrounded by extravagantly carved stone structures domed at the top. Mm-hmm. You see columns all around as you step out onto a wooden stage. That's where we'll end the episode. Oh, oh what wooden duh.
1: stage. Oh, we're in the... Th-
0: And with that, we bring today's chilling tale of loss and tragedy to a close. Thank you all for joining us on this journey into the abyss, and we hope you enjoyed this episode of Shadows of Prophecy. Join us next time as we finally reach the top of this stairwell from hell. A special thank you to our generous patrons, JCH, Chris B, and Maggie Z whose unwavering support keeps the candles burning bright here at Goblin Forge. We'd also like to express our gratitude to Scrubcast for their exceptional sound music and effects. They have been invaluable in bringing our story to life. And of course, a big thank you to our talented players, Kendrick, Russell, Chris, and Dan. We're thrilled to have you on board and can't wait to see where our adventures take us next. Our theme song was written by the talented electronic Vapor Soul artist, Lusk. Make sure to check out their latest album, Thank You Audra, for Como Rebbe. This podcast is a Goblin Forge production. Follow us on Instagram at goblin underscore forge underscore TTRPG and join our Discord community. If you enjoy our podcast, consider becoming one of our patrons at patreon.com slash goblin underscore For free bonus content, including handouts, encounter maps, and adventure guides. Your support means the world to us. Lastly, please leave us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. It helps us get the word out and share our stories with even more listeners. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time for another unforgettable performance from our talented cast. And to find out... Just how this macabre scene plays out.